0: Her goal is to make the busy woman feel put together with the addition of just one accessory. She is back from episode 28 overall, all the way back on season one. So, you know, we have a lot to catch up on. The founder and CEO of Busy Bee Crafts, a fellow Northport graduate, is back after over 100 shows. She's going to share the latest in her world, her new tips and tools for growth how to balance being a new mom and the owner of a successful company at the same time, and so much more. But first, let's learn how she podcasts. Brittany, which platform do you stream your shows through?
1: I used to be an Apple podcast gal, and then one of my favorite podcasts, Armchair Experts, switched over to Spotify, and I'm such a huge fan. And was getting a little bit annoyed at the Apple uh, podcast app, so I switched all of my podcasts over to Spotify.
0: See, I'm still on Apple because it's very easy to use. I want to use the wrapped up feature that Spotify offers, but I get that for my podcasts at least. When in the day do you find yourself listening to the shows? All the
1: time. (laughs) Various times throughout the day when I'm cleaning up around the house. Um, Yeah, just depends on the day, really.
0: Very typical for an entrepreneur just to be squeezing it in whenever you can. Thank you for sharing how you podcast, Brittany. And with that, welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancy. Whether you're looking to start or scale your business, this is the show for you. Each week, I sit down with a different entrepreneur from around the country and across the globe to share what worked well for them, what they needed to improve on, and so much more. Of course, we have bonus series, including this Rewind the Clock series, where I bring back previous guests who are continuing to make headlines, and the Gasparilla Overload series featuring Florida entrepreneurs. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. It is time for another Rewind the Clock episode, and she has a lot to catch us up on. She's going to talk what's new. Her company provides headbands for the busy, dirty-haired, on-the-go woman. She is now nearing 10 years in business after starting in 2013, so there's a lot of advice heading your way, especially if you missed her first show. She's offering worldwide shipping, which is something new since last time, which means there's been a lot of growth there to hit that point. I'm excited to learn all about it. Brittany Schillingford, thank you so much for coming back on the show.
1: Of course, it's so great to be back. So much has happened since we talked last.
0: Yes, the whole pandemic has gone by as well. So there's a lot to talk about. Let's introduce yourself to our listeners a little more before we dive into business talk.
1: So if you missed the first episode, I started my business, like Vincent said, in 2013. And I really just started because it was fun. I wanted to make headbands that I felt like were missing from the market. And it turns out people also agreed. So I did that on the side for a long time. I did it while I was in grad school. Then I did it while I got a job. Then I did it while I became a therapist. And then all of a sudden I was kind of at a spot where I felt like I needed to make a decision. I was busy with my clients, 20 clients a week, which is like a lot with the meeting with the clients, doing notes, et cetera. And I was sewing all of the headbands myself. So I was getting like 300 orders, which is however many headbands. And it was just, I couldn't give my time and focus enough 100% to each thing. So I felt like Let's just do it. It's the time to, to just give it a shot. I could always go back to therapy. Um, and it felt like my followers and my customers were really wanting me to kind of, as people say, take the leap, although it didn't really feel like a leap. And uh, yeah, it feels like that was a lifetime ago. And Now, uh, a baby, a marriage later, here we are still, still doing it.
0: I remember you talking about how you were in therapy and you went to school for something completely different now that you brought it up. It just shows you anybody out there, if you have a passion and you really commit yourself to it, the world is yours. Look how much her business has grown. Let's talk about some of that growth.
1: Yeah, so it's actually really interesting. The last time we talked was February 2020, which is right, little did we know, a month later, the world would change. Um, And it was really great. Last year was the best business year for me. I was concerned because people were losing their jobs. People were not in the situation, the financial situation to spend money. So, of course, that leaves you feeling a little bit worried about your financial situation since I had quit my job and my business was my only form of income. Um, And it actually turned out to be the best year. I think it was people just wanting a little thing to come in the mail, a little piece of joy, a little thing that they can put on their head to make them feel good while they're on Zoom calls, Zoom school, homeschooling their kids, all of these different things that people had going on um, really was beneficial for me. And um, then this year came and it it was not the same, mm. I think for a lot of people, and I've spoken to a lot of small business owners are really struggling this year. And um, to go from a really successful year last year to have a, some would say still successful year this year, but comparing it, everybody thinks that like growth just goes up, 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 and that's how it works. And there's no Ups and downs. And that's unfortunately not how it works. You think, okay, well, I made this amount last year in sales. This year I'm going to make, you know, a little bit more than that. And for me, it has not worked that way. And it's really been a lesson and a reminder that that's just not how small businesses work. It's not guaranteed. It's not a, you know, every two weeks I get my salary paycheck. And this is what I signed up for. You know, there's so many, so many amazing things about it, especially just having had a, Maybe this year, so many things that I can do because of my job that I wouldn't be able to do if I worked a nine to five, but it is very scary. And it's forced me to try and think of other ways to grow. How do I work on my social media? How do I get um, maybe some influencers and pay them some money, which is something I'd never done before. I had only given my products in exchange for a post, but now a lot of people are doing Instagram for their job and they expect and deserve to be paid for that space on their on their feed and in their stories. And I also started Instagram ads this year, with, which I had never done before. So it's really just uh, trying to figure out okay, something is not working, whatever it is, even if it's not my fault, even if it's Mm -hmm. across the board and it's happening with a lot of other people, which is in some way comforting, like, oh, it's not me, but it's still, you still need a solution. I can't just sit here and be like, well, too bad. Mm -hmm. It's happening to her. It's happening to her. It's happening to her. Like, you know, this is my job. I have a house. I have a baby. I have a car, you know, just like a normal person, (laughs) you have responsibilities. To, unfortunately, everyone wants to grow up and then you grow up and you're like, oh. Well,
0: I'm very happy but, you just brought that part up right there, Brittany, where things don't stay the same. In entrepreneurship, you have to fight for every dollar you get, every customer you get. You have to find ways to keep being fresh. Nothing stays the same forever. You have to keep evolving. We were talking before the show about social media and accountability on that side. It's challenging to keep up with everything.
1: Yeah, it really is. There's so many things and there are so many new things and things that are old like Instagram that I've had for 10 years is constantly changing they're they're offering new services maybe things that you really don't want to learn how to do like reels yeah and then you know you realize okay if I want to make it in this game this is my job this is part of my job is to learn and grow and not be a frumpy person and be hesitant to new stuff because this is what I do you know and it and it's part of it it's, part of being an entrepreneur, part of having a small business is social media. That's just the way it is. Unfortunately for some who are not fans of it, but learning and accepting, you know, this is what I got to do, but still being yourself, you know, it's not like I'm going to go on and I'm going to be like her, just be like you, but just do it because, you know, you got to, you got to do it sometimes, even if you you don't want to.
0: It's a yeah. very, another good point there, especially in small businesses. Doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. Just don't compare it at all. Just stay in your lane and things will start to unravel. And as you said, things just keep coming up. Now it's TikTok, now it's Reels. It is our business. So we have to at least have a presence. I look at it as I'm not an everyday poster anymore because I focus more time on revenue generating activities, trying to get in front of more business owners and decision makers. But I still have a presence. I feel that I won't. Not get hired because I'm not posting every day. Although my engagement will be lower, and the algorithm is something I certainly won't ever figure (laughs) out because I usually post too early or too late. But I'm appreciative how you also already talked about COVID because now we can ask you for the best piece of advice you were ever given, and who is it from?
1: I feel like this is such a hard question. There are so many like different good things that people tell you over the years, but I, I don't have like a specific thing from one person. But I feel like just after doing this for so many years, and people saying to me like, "How are you doing it? What is you know what is the secret?" It's like I don't know what kind of illusion I'm putting Off, but there is no <laughs> secret. There is no secret. But I think it's important to seek help. Um, you cannot do it all. You just can't. I mean, a lot of times when you start a business, you are doing it all because you have to. But then once you're able to give other people those tasks and pay them for their work. Um, it makes your life easier. And then you could focus on the stuff that you can do. Like I no longer sell my headbands. I don't take the listing photos for my headbands because I was not good at it and I didn't like to do it. So now I pay somebody who is good to do that. Um, and tons of other things that really help you focus on the things that you are good at and the things that only you can do because you are needed for those things. And I think just being yourself, like just showing up as you, don't put on a front, literally don't put on a filter. (laughs) People appreciate that. People want to see your face, the real person behind the business because they're supporting you because they like you. People can buy headbands from so many different businesses. I'm not an idiot. I know that (laughs) I'm know i not the first person to make headbands and I won't be the last, but people buy from you, a small business because however much percentage of that is because of you, not necessarily because of your product. It's because they prefer to purchase you, your product, and to support you. So I think it's important, especially when you're starting out, I think people look at other people to kind of inspire them, and then they subconsciously or consciously kind of be like them, try and be like them. Well, she did it like this. She does it like that. It's like, just show up as the person that you are because it's really exhausting being somebody else. Just be you and people will like you and some people won't, but that's okay.
0: You're hundred percent right. And it's funny, before I created this series, this was December, 2019 was my first episode. You were about a month after that. I had never listened to another show before creating uh, the style of mine. I wanted it to just be unique. And if it's stuck, it's stuck. It's not a sexy topic. Like people want the Joe Rogan podcast. That's where it gets the crazy, crazy listens. But all mine are organic growth where I don't put dumb money into marketing. It's just through growth. And now I'm humbled to have interviewed in, I think, 18 different countries, entrepreneurs. We were talking about before the show, like 36 states. And we're over 8,000 listens. So that's just me doing something unique if people want to learn about entrepreneurship this is the show for them. We have great guests like Brittany who's given value this entire show and she's about to drop one more golden nugget for you. If you can recommend one book, workshop, or tool to our community of entrepreneurs, what are you going to choose?
1: Just one. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I think podcasts are really helpful for me and I don't, I don't have like one particular one that I really like. I feel like just listening to other people's journeys, other people's experiences, How I Built This is really a good um, small business podcast. Um, Well, people who were once small businesses, like Sarah Blakely, I believe is her name from Spanx um, and a bunch of other businesses that started out small. Um, So that is a really helpful podcast. But I think just in general, like learning about other people, like broadening your horizons, I love to read, but it's just like so hard to fit it in at this point. And the good part about reading is that you learn different things, you learn about other people's experience, you know, you you get out of your little shell of your life and thinking that like your way is the way that everybody else lives. And if you can read great, but podcasts are a good way to kind of get information and get those other perspectives with with a limited schedule, you know, you can put your headphones in and you can like hang out with your baby, which is what I do.
0: <laughs> That's what my podcast shows. I stress it, especially on a mental health break. You never know which part of someone's story is going to affect you most. Could be from where Brittany's from. It could be the industry she in. It could be that you're a mom. It could be anything, but some part of her story may click for you. And then you're dialed into her story, really learning and getting some takeaways. Like so many takeaways here. I want to thank you so much for all the takeaways, especially talking about the ups and downs, how you have to strive for greatness every year. You have to change it up. Find new ways to adapt. Even if you're not into social media like me, it is still part of the job. You can't be hesitant to try new stuff, as she put. And as you know, Brittany, it is normally time for the Spotlight Story, where on new episodes, we go over a fellow entrepreneur's journey, someone famous to let the listeners in on their journey. But for Rewind the Clock shows, I want to give you the opportunity to shout out and bring light to another entrepreneur's endeavors, someone else who is grinding and deserves some love. Who would you like to shout out?
1: I would like to shout out, of course, this is a podcast, so no one can see, but I'm always using uh, a Love Mish Cozy, um, not Cozy, Cozy. It's a woman-owned business in Massachusetts. I've met with her before. I've sold my stuff at her events before, and she is just a fantastic person who helped me decide that I needed a small batch manufacturer and that I could not continue to sew them for myself. I would not have gone that route without her advice and mentorship. Um, so I'd love to share her products. They're amazing. No more sweaty cups. If you love iced coffee all year round, you don't have to worry about um, it dripping all over your desk.
0: It definitely fills a need. And be sure to connect me with her. She would be a great fit for this show. That's something very unique, and I think the listeners would love to learn what went into yes. that. But I want to ask you first: Where can everybody find you? Say hello. Your products. Your website. Everything.
1: Sure. Everything is at Busy Bee Crafts. B i z z y b c r a f t s. So that's uh, Facebook, Instagram. The website is busybeecrafts.com. Super easy to find. If you forget how to spell it, you could Google it incorrectly, and it will still come up.
0: Thank you for sharing that, ladies. Be sure to check it out. Men out there, be sure to get the ladies in your life a great gift. She has a lot to offer. Her business is nearing ten years, so the quality is there. We are at That Entrepreneur Show on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. But on Twitter, we are at Podcast by Lancey because of the character limit. I'm at Vincent A. Lancey for all social media, YouTube, and my website is vincentalancey.com. Let's end the show with a quote that inspired me from Marie Curie. We must believe that we are gifted for something and that this thing, at whatever cost, must be attained. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you next week on That Entrepreneur Show. Brittany, it's great to see you and thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you.